Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. Today I will be covering, uh, I will be answering a question that I get so so often and that question is how did you go from trading time for money and selling single sessions as a hypnotherapist and EFT practitioner to then selling a high-end offer that was several thousands Um, and then selling all sorts of things at any type of price point. And I'm going to walk you through how I did it, but more specifically, or rather more importantly, I'm going to walk you through how I felt and how I thought. Because when you see someone who has successfully manifested something that you want or attracted or created something that it is you want... Uh, me included, of course, when I look at other people, instead of asking, how did you do it? We need to ask, how were you thinking and how were you feeling or how were you embodying? Because if it was just a question of doing, we would just replicate the strategy that a successful person has used and we would get the same amount of success. So if someone has grown their TikTok platform to, I don't know, like, 1 million followers and they said oh so I did this very specific type of video with these viral sounds and I posted three times a day I could do word for word the exact same thing and that would not guarantee that I would get the same outcome so rather we need to figure out how that person felt and how they thought which basically is going to give us way more information about how to replicate that rather than just actions because action without the belief or the energy is going to lead nowhere. Um, So here we start. So I had a face-to-face business. Oh, and to summarize what I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about when I had my face-to-face therapy business, what worked, what didn't work, what I realized needed to change, how I facilitated that changed and how it changed my thoughts and emotions and how I felt. And then again, the type of actions I took in the direction of my vision and how all of that got me from trading time for money to attracting high paying clients in my business. So if we go back to July of 2019, that is the very, very initial stages of my face-to-face business. I officially opened my company here in Switzerland, which is more like a formal thing than anything else. You can go to this office and say that you have a company, which I did because it was symbolic. And from basically July of 2019 until February of 2020s, just before the first lockdown, I was focusing on developing, growing and scaling a face-to-face therapy business. So I had just finished my, oh, my cat is walking in front of my window. I had just finished my um, hypnotherapy training. I was trained in EFT. I was on fire. I had healed myself from depression with EFT because I hadn't discovered hypnotherapy back then and I was just like game on this is amazing it works so well I can help anyone with any problem let's go 
And my goal back then, I remember vividly because I wrote it down in July of 2019, was to scale my business and make my first 100,000 by the end of the year. I was kind of thinking that, you know, I need to aim for the moon so I can fall on the stars or whatever you say that expression. And I kind of believed, you know, that it could it could happen, that I could make 100k. So I was also uh, relying on word of mouth. So when people would be so happy about their session, they would talk to other people who would then book sessions, etc. And the people I had observed who were successful with hypnotherapy, rapid transformational therapy and EFT had kind of done that and it had worked out for them. So what I did back then was I would have clients who reached out um, mainly from friends of friends or people kind of recommending me um, from my network and they would come and I remember vividly how awkward I felt when they called me and when they asked about my rates etc like when I had to say the price I felt so fucking awkward and I gathered the courage to sell my rapid transformational therapy session for initially 300 Swiss francs which is approximately the same in dollars uh, it was a two-hour session with like two weeks of follow-up and support on the phone um, and that was a massive massive stretch like the very first time I managed to sell one I was like oh my god like this didn't even feel possible in my wildest dreams uh, it felt like I was very afraid that the person would say no on the other line on the other side of the phone but they did eventually say yes because they understood that you know if we do one session of rapid transformational therapy well it's basically the equivalent of like 10 sessions of anything else you would do so they kind of understood the value and I got a few clients who paid me like $300 and then I decided to progressively increase to like 350 and then I think after months and months I managed to stretch it to 450 but during that entire time period so from July 2019 to February of 2020 I made a grand total of, I think, $7,000. So talk about missing your goal. <laughs> I was planning on making 100k. That absolutely did not happen at all. Quite the opposite. I was relying on my meager savings to pay for some of my bills because the income I was bringing in on a monthly basis just was, wasn't anywhere near enough to pay for like the most basic stuff I needed to pay, like health insurance and food. Um, and during all of that time, there remained this anxiety and fear that people would not uh, want to afford it, that they would think it's too expensive. Um, and I, yeah, I just didn't really believe it was possible to sell for more or that it would take a lot of time and effort. And even if I could see the possibility, I could not feel it. So I could conceive how that would be possible. I just didn't feel it was possible for me. Um, and then I came across people. So at that time, as funny as it is, 2019, I didn't even know that business coaches existed. It's not a thing in Switzerland at all. I didn't see them on social media because I only had a Facebook account back then, which was basically following my friends from school. So I did not have even like the slightest, slight, slightest, slightest, slightest awareness that there was such thing as online coaching, business coaching, mindset coaching, selling packages that range from like a hundred bucks to a hundred thousand dollars. Like I was oblivious. 
And then I came across a bunch of people, I think from my training, from my rapid transformational training, who were saying high ticket clients, you can attract clients who pay you two or three thousand Swiss francs or dollars or euros or whatever in one go because you facilitate a much bigger, longer transformation. They have more support, more access to you, blah, blah. And I remember it's like a kid like discovering candy for the first time. I was like, is that even possible? that someone would even pay you two or three thousand dollars like it seemed so foreign so hard so far so remote to everything that I could ever attract in my life I was like who has that kind of money and even if they did would they ever pay me but the 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 seed was planted and I did realize how much easier it would be to have one client who pays you like 2000 And even then, if I didn't have another client for another month or six weeks, I mean, with $2,000, you can already get places and keep your head above the water rather than having to find like six or seven clients who paid me $300, which was already a stretch for me back then, uh, to make the same amount of money. So it kind of made sense how that would be a great idea, but I just didn't believe it was possible at all. So luckily, I was also aware that, you know, what you, you tell yourself and what you believe is going to morph into your reality. And I had an opportunity to get a lot of RTT and hypnosis sessions um, from fellow people who were training in the same method. So we would just all exchange a bunch of sessions. So that's when I realized that I had some work to do around my beliefs that you know, people don't pay me that amount of money or that they can't find me or that I don't deserve it. And I really remember that one of my biggest concerns, because I did get on the phone occasionally and then I would pitch a program that was like $800 for a month of support with a bunch of sessions. And I remember feeling the crippling fear, what if someone doesn't get results? Like what if they pay me all of that money and they don't get results? What if they feel that they got completely ripped off and that I was like a dishonest piece of shit who was just money hungry and took their money while they were left with uh, dreams that crashed to the ground? So I felt really awkward and I did have a few phone calls with people who were interested, either that I met, you know, at networking events, which I was trying to do a lot back then, so I got on the phone and the phone calls would kind of turn into a one hour semi-coaching session, semi-me trying to convince them of the validity of what I did and how it can help them and them having a bunch, bunch of doubts and ending up not taking the program. And it was just a reflection of how I felt about myself and how I was, you know, scared that they wouldn't pay or that they would get ripped off. Like my insecurity and lack of confidence around my offer and my pricing and my lack of confidence or my worry that they wouldn't get results was just, you know, energetically transferred to them and they never really took those packages. So I started to do hypnosis sessions on feeling responsible or feeling very afraid that people pay money and don't get uh, what they want, which, you know, is very legitimate. So I did a hypnosis, I did several, I did actually eight hypnosis sessions in five months, I think, as I was determined, I was like, I made a list of all of the limiting beliefs I had 
and I just attacked them <laughs> one by one, tackled them to the ground like in American fo football, one by one, because my 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 you know reasoning was if I can get all of these stupid limiting beliefs out of my mind that were there for a reason but are no longer serving me and I can just knock them down like dominoes one after the other at some point I will believe I can and if I can believe it I can get it so the first or one of the first hypnosis sessions that someone you know we traded a sessions on was feeling that I'm ripping people off which I don't know where that belief came from but it just came. And side note, I had had an experience where I got on a discovery call with this person, this coach, who was promising take 10k months after nine weeks. And the investment for her program was $14,000. And that discovery call was a fucking joke. And I'm so glad I didn't have the money I'm so glad I didn't have a credit card because it's pretty difficult to get credit cards in Switzerland when you don't have an income. It's actually impossible. Like, I'm so glad it didn't happen because I had found her in the RTT support Facebook group and she was basically selling impossible, completely non-realistic results, which was make 10k months after nine weeks in my group program, even if you start from zero, like zero social media, zero network, no niche, no nothing, no business, no foundation. And while it is completely possible to make your first 10k uh, within nine weeks, if it, you know it's aligned and blah blah, it is completely irrealistic and unethical for her to sell me that and kind of guaranteeing the results and try to scarcity mindset fear monger me into buying knowing that I didn't have a niche that my mindset wasn't the greatest I mean it was just a fucking joke there is nothing wrong with selling a program that's $14,000 or $40,000 or half a million dollars if it's for the right person at the right stage in their journey and that they're going to get the return that they desire on that investment which was not the case with her so I guess I had a bunch of limiting stories about not wanting to get ripped off by people just like she could have ripped me off and probably from older events so it was so interesting because I went back to a scene and I can't remember exactly uh, what happened but I went back to a scene where where when I was a kid my parents had gotten ripped off by this scammer I can't remember what the details were and it probably wasn't that much of a it wasn't like a huge amount like it, it wasn't something that put strain on the family or anything but I guess they were really upset about it or they were like angrily talking about how that stupid unethical person stole their money and at my young age when you can't you know you don't have the cognitive abilities that we have today there was just this message that went into my mind that people who ask for money are going to scam you or if people ask you for higher amounts of money than people are used to they're scammers or they're unethical that they just want to take advantage of you and once I understood that I understood I had developed the belief expensive stuff is a ripoff uh, I was also able to understand how high investment doesn't necessarily mean rip off quite the opposite that high investment just means high level of transformations so if you are able to facilitate a high level of transformation 
for your client and you're very clear on what it is they can expect and cannot expect uh, a higher investment, especially if they get high levels of support and a lot of your time and attention is only normal. And when I understood that, the anxiety around ripping people off completely disappeared. And it also disappeared thanks to a second hypnosis session I did on feeling overly responsible for people's results or being afraid that people would, you know, invest money and not get any results and feel so sad, which had nothing to do with clients or business and all to do with a past event, you know, in my childhood. And there were many of those where I saw people who were very unhappy and who tried a bunch of stuff and couldn't really get out of their own way. And I was just projecting my high sensitivity and how upset I was at seeing them upset at potentially what could happen with my clients. Uh, So once I understood that, I was completely able to release it and I no longer felt anxious that clients either wouldn't get results and I didn't feel I was ripping people off either. As a side note, because this just came back into my memory, um, one of the feelings that was causing me to be so scared that people wouldn't get results was that when I was a kid, again, and I saw my parents upset about something, so I was the perfect kid. Everyone always said, Ines is the perfect kid, Ines is the perfect kid. I had good grades, I was very easy, an easy kid, I didn't throw tantrums, I didn't tell my parents to fuck off, which, I mean, I hope... You didn't either, but you know, we've all had our phases. My room was cleaned. Uh, When they would bring me to like dinners and stuff, I would get along with everyone. I could talk with adults. I was like the perf, what they considered the perfect kid. But I remember that despite all of my best efforts, despite having the good grades, despite shoving my emotions down and never showing sadness or anger because I didn't want to upset my parents and it wasn't safe to express those emotions. Despite that, my parents were still upset about stuff that had nothing to do with me, of course. So I internalized the message, regardless of how hard I try or no matter how hard um, I try or what I do, I cannot make people happy. No matter how much effort I put into something or no matter how qualified or good or smart I am, I cannot make other people happy, other people being my parents at that specific moment. And then, you know, again, subconsciously, the belief just piggy banked and went on to my business where I developed the erroneous belief, whatever I do, I can't help my clients or what if, what if I try so hard and despite all of my best efforts, my clients don't get results. So that got released and I no longer felt that way. Once I did this hypnosis and I understood it was just a childhood pattern of trying to help my parents with stuff that I could not help them with. So after those two hypnosis sessions, something definitely changed within me. And that's when I started to be able to sell programs that were $800. So it was like a one month program with a lot of support. And it was like a one month transformational program for $800. So I think I managed to maybe find two or three clients at $800 and that was either in December or January of 2020. Uh, These people came out of nowhere as really often when the universe rewards you for healing and releasing stuff that is no longer relevant. It rewards you with the stuff that you wanted and what I wanted was to sell $800 programs and it just kind of coincidentally sent me people who had heard from me from the cousin of the sister of the husband of someone they met at the grocery store or some crazy story like that. It's obviously ecstatic about that because two programs that I sold, so two 
to $800 programs meant $1,600 in income, which in the past it would have taken me anything between like five to six clients who paid me $300 to make the same amount of money. So it was only two clients, I could focus all of my energy on them and it was easier to find them. So that was a massive leap forward and it was an energetic leap forward rather than anything else. And then I was super happy, but still realized that when it came to really going to the next level and selling like a three month program for $3,000 or $2,500, I still didn't believe I could. So I was like, okay, maybe someone is willing to invest $800 for one month and that's already a stretch, but like, come on, three months for three grand, that's just not gonna happen at the moment. And it wasn't. In addition to that, I had done a bunch of hypnosis sessions on money blocks because I was like, well, if money is not coming, I have a money block. And sure, like the stuff I went back to to during those hypnosis made sense, but it was nothing that was that groundbreaking. I was like, it's it was stuff I, I had already thought about, already like did introspection on, journaling on. Yes, my money, my family had scarcity you know, periods when I was a kid. So maybe I feel that money doesn't come easily to me, like kind of really cliche, tell me about your money stories during your childhood. And while it made sense, it didn't really land. I felt that there was like something else that was missing. So I continued my quest to release the money blocks until one of my friends who was also training in the same modality said, what if you don't have a money problem? What if you have a receiving problem? And that just blew my fucking mind. So we did a hypnotherapy session on receiving rather than money. And I cried so much. I was so upset. There was all of this stuff that I had shoved under the carpet that massively came out during that session where I believed that if I asked for anything and if I received, I would lose all of my closest friends because they would think that I'm a burden I'm an annoyance and I don't bring any value if I'm receiving rather than giving. And I don't really know where that came from because I've always been extremely blessed to have the best friends on the planet. So I didn't really have any traumatic experiences where friends like rejected me or I got bullied. I mean, I had some few like not so great experiences at school because I was like a straight A student and some of the other students would like make fun of me, but like nothing that was that upsetting, nothing that when I thought about it, you know, I could really connect the dots. So it came at a huge surprise during that hypnosis session where when, you know, my friend who did the the session asked me like, what would happen if you asked more things to your friends? I would just, all I could see was all of them looking at me in this annoyed way and turning their backs and walking away and me being completely alone. And it upset me so much. So some of the signs that I could have picked up that, but that were so subtle is let's say that we had like a dinner party at a friend and another friend was also going there and they could pick me up with their car, I wouldn't even dare to ask them to pick me up, even if it was on the way, because I didn't want to bother them or be a burden or to be an inconvenience or for them to have to stop at my house, when, which when you think about it is insane because I would like go and pick up friends and it would be a pleasure to do so and we could have a chat in the car and it was all fun and games. 
or I never wanted anyone to like give me presents because I didn't want them to feel that they had to spend money on me or that I was like the annoying person they have to spend money on and be resentful when again I was the first one to be so happy to gift them something for their birthday uh, just from a place of you know it made me happy not because I wanted anything from them so it was extremely um extremely powerful extremely intense it was a highly cry session if that <laughs> that doesn't make any gram grammatical sense but I cried a lot it was probably generational because in this life nothing traumatic happened when it came to friends and I also realized that I had been so familiar with giving and supporting others and taking care of other people's emotional needs and kind of being like a highly sensitive child to my parents' needs and always putting myself last. If, you know, there was a Christmas where we didn't have that much money, which happened often, I would say, oh, I don't want anything or just give everything to my sister because she's younger and she wants her toys. While I would take side jobs and give tutoring classes and gift them really nice things because I wanted to make them happy. So there was this huge discrep discrepancy uh, discrepancy between what I was giving and what I was receiving just because I did not feel safe around receiving. And that was one of my biggest breakthrough, breakthrough ever. Um, and it was so interested because the universe, I don't like to say the universe tested me, but the universe likes to see if you're going to respect your new boundaries or if you're taking responsibility for not reproducing old patterns, right? So it's get, maybe giving you a gentle accountability lesson. And right after my receiving hypnosis session where, you know, my friend said, now you have to allow yourself to receive and feel worthy of receive, receiving and ask for what you want instead of assuming that people don't want to give you. Uh, so I had this lesson or a test or whatever you want to call it where an old client came back because she wanted a session. And back then I think I had charged her like $300, which was my normal price. And in between I had uh, gone up to like 450 because people who were doing the rapid transformational therapy sessions with me were getting fucking incredible results. There was like these lifelong problems being healed, released and gone within one and a half hours. So I was like, okay, this, you know, $450 is still a complete bargain. So she came back and I said, okay, well, $300 was the old price, 450 is the new price. And she said no. And that was a big test because for a few minutes I felt really bad and I was like, you know, what if I should have given her the old price or the discount or whatever. And then I had a moment where I said, fuck this shit. I am not settling for less. So if she, you know, doesn't feel like paying 450, even though she had massive results last time, that belongs to her. She was a vibrational match to the person I was before I did the hypnosis and before I had released these patterns. And maybe now that I have, you know, shifted my energy and healed some stuff, we are no longer a vibrational match. And this is what she said. That's why she said no. But I just kind of said, I am not settling for less. I am not doing that. And if I trust and if I want to show the universe that I'm ready and willing to receive... I need to stick my to my standards of what I want to receive and not accept less. Otherwise, I will always get less. And funny enough, as I said no to her, 
within less than a week, a completely new client came and paid for the new rate. And I've noticed this very, very often with myself and my clients in all of my programs, specifically the Abundance Magnet or Masterminds. I say, this is the time to increase your prices. We have talked about this. It's, you know, reasonable, it's normal, the program, the increased price is just a reflection of the value of your program. And they get the test. So they get this client who says, oh, I want to, I'm, I'm so ready to start working with you. It's $2,000, right? And then my client said, well, $2,000 was the old price. Now it's 2,800 or it's 4,000. And then the client says, oh, really? But I didn't know. And I wasn't ready back then, but I can pay you in full. Like, but I can only afford $2,000. And I tell my clients, you are going to say no, or you can downsell them into a different offer that's worth $2,000, but you're not discounting your program. If the program is now three or $4,000, that's what people will have to pay. And when they say no, and of course you feel bad, right? Because there was $2,000 ready to go into your bank account and you basically said no. But when the clients and myself had the courage to say no, because we would not settle for less, just like if you date a guy or a girl and you know how they're treating you or what they're offering is below your standards, you need to say no or you need to say next. Otherwise, you'll keep attracting someone who doesn't treat you according to your standards. So when they said no, a high paying client came within a week, two weeks, a month maximum because they had stuck to their standards. So this is really, really significant. So in parallel to all of these, this inner work I was doing, I was also building a mentorship program, a one-on-one -on -one program that was worth a higher investment. So I was like, okay, I'm getting a few clients who are paying me $800, which is sensational and such an upgrade to my $300 sessions. But now I want this massively transformational program that is going to help women in, corp in corporations or entrepreneurs. And I want to charge $3,000 minimum for that. So I'm not going to throw an offer out there that's not worth three grand. I need to build an offer that is well worth three grand. So I did my market research and what I did is that I worked with a bunch of people in exchange of testimonials for free to really understand what they needed, what they wanted, what they did not want, how imposter syndrome was affecting them, how it was making them feel and think and affecting their business or career uh, path as they were not asking for promotions or they didn't dare speak up in front of their bosses. So I gathered all of that data, which was extremely helpful because I also realized to what extent imposter syndrome was debilitating for these women because it was just keeping them stuck and stagnating in their business or careers. And I was like, okay, there is like a huge transformation that is available to these women if we can tackle the root cause of imposter syndrome. And usually they had like three main topics that fell under imposter syndrome that they wanted to work on. So either they were not daring asking for promotion in their job, or they were not daring to ask, uh, you know, uh, they were not able to put high ticket offers out there because they didn't feel worthy uh, or they felt that they were not ready, that they were not an expert. Like, who am I to have clients when I just got started in my yoga practice or I just got started in my intuitive eating business or whatever? Uh, so they were just accumulating certifications and not feeling legitimate or not feeling like an expert. Some of them were procrastinating. So basically, I figured out that on average, people needed to release three main themes or blocks or 
whatever you want to call them, limiting beliefs, that would completely free them from imposter syndrome. And these three things varied from person to person. So in my mind, I wanted to give each theme one month. So it would be a three-month program. So we would have enough time for them to really have a massive transformation But we don't need to unnecessarily drag this on for six months or 12 months because they want to be able to hit the ground running and see shifts and results within 90 days. So I figured out that, you know, if someone has a visibility issue, if we work on that intensely for one month, it will be resolved or at least released enough for them to see a massive difference. So I came up with this structure of I'm going to have a three-month program, we'll on average cover three themes through a combination of hypnosis to figure out the root cause of what caused the problem in the first place and release it, and two follow-up calls where we did energetic work, NLP, EFT, or coaching to really make sure that whatever was left of that limiting belief is gone, or to empower them into taking the action that they wanted to take. Um, So that's when I decided to build that program, and I was so happy about it, and I started to post content about it uh, to do videos three days a week I was determined I was taking action I was pitching my program and no one was fucking buying (laughs) and I did have a few people who were kind of interested but nothing that concretely resulted in anyone investing in my one-on-one $3,600 imposter syndrome terminator program so I was like okay here we go again What's the problem now? And I started to observe my thinking. And one of the things I would keep saying over and over again is all of these other coaches, including RTT coaches who started at the same fucking time as me on social media, are getting clients and I'm not. Even though their content is not better than mine and even though they're not doing anything radically different than me. Which brings us back to the point I said in the beginning. It's not about how you do what you do. It's about how you feel. Two people could be using the exact same strategy, posting the same amount of times a week or a day, same type of content. One will have results, the other won't. So that's why we're not interested in how you did it, but how you felt and how you thought. So I was like, okay, what are my thoughts and feelings? And one of my thoughts that I believed and repeated to myself 500 times a day is people always find other coaches I'm invisible regardless of all of the content I'm putting out there people don't find me people don't see my content people don't see my offer but other people they can just post some content and they all of these online followers find them like them invest in them so I was like okay it looks like I have some funky stories around visibility Obviously, because if I feel invisible and that no one is finding me, maybe there is something around visibility or the fact that I'm invisible on the online space, even though I'm making myself visible, it was as if there was this like force field that was stopping people from seeing me like this invisibility blanket or whatnot. So I went for it again. I did hypnosis session on this feeling that no one finds me. Uh, And I asked my subconscious mind, why it is not allowing people to find me or why I have to be invisible or what around visibility it is that is either creating a sense of danger or why it's not safe to be visible or why it's safer for for no one to find me, like something along that theme. And it was insane. I went to a past life and I kind of didn't really, was. I wasn't that into past lives back then. Um, I believed in it because I had a bunch of clients who went to past lives, but it wasn't really something that I thought was relevant to me. 
And of course, I went to a past life. And to make a long story short, I've already talked about this in like an entire other episode. I went back to this event where it was way back when in the, I don't know, 100, 1000, uh, the 1500s, 1500s. And all I could see, it was very vague at the beginning, was me running for my freaking life in the woods because people were chasing me. So is this the product of my imagination? Was it a past life? We will never know. And it really doesn't matter because the only thing that matters when we release limiting beliefs is how we are feeling. So if our mind makes up an event that is making us feel a certain strong way, it's still relevant. So I was running for my life. And basically what happened is that for some reason, these people wanted to kill me because I was a witch. I know it sounds so cliche, but I was doing things. They didn't like it. So, you know, they decided to capture me and get rid of me. So I was running, 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 and I managed to escape because I was smarter than them. And as a side note, what I forgot to mention is that while no one was finding me online, one of my, one of the things I kept repeating is I am smart. My program is great. My transformations through my EFT and RTT sessions are sensational. Like, why is it that no one can find me or that I can't attract high-ticket clients even though I'm fucking intelligent and smart and there are other people out there, and I mean, sorry, not sorry, they are kind of stupid and their program kind of sucks and they have not reinvented the wheel and their content is plain vanilla and they are getting clients, which is so fucking frustrating. So why is it that I, who is good at I'm good at what I do like this this inner work and supporting my clients is my zone of genius this is why I'm here and not at the bank anymore so why is it that despite my brains I can't seem to figure this out and when I was running in that past life scene the message that I got was I am so smart that I managed to escape and they never found me so I lived um, happily ever after, but alone and invisible. So I outsmarted them and all of my intelligence saved my life because they couldn't find me. And even though they searched for me for a long time, they could never find me because I was smarter than them and always managed to leave before they arrived. But I had to stay hidden in order to be alive because if they found me, it would be game over. So basically I carried that belief people can't find me otherwise I'm dead or it's not safe for people to find me even if I'm smart and even if I have a lot to offer. And once I understood that it just clicked and I was like thank you so much subconscious mind you know for holding on to those beliefs because it was a survival mechanism but this was a past life now I live in Switzerland I am safe no one is running after me in the woods to try to kill me it is okay. And it just shifted something massively, which meant that coincidentally, but there was no coincidence, is it odd or is it God, I manifested myself a spot on this massive online summit for female entrepreneurs as a guest expert on imposter syndrome, even though I had just started my imposter syndrome niche and I didn't think I was uh, ready, but you're never ready until you just do it. So I did it anyways. And that then gave me momentum and resulted into two or three high ticket clients eventually, you know, buying my program. Um, and that's when the ball started to roll. And that's when I gained the confidence that it was indeed possible for people to see the value in the program and invest in themselves, even if it's a high amount, even if I just started my imposter syndrome niche literally two 
months ago and I never worked with imposter syndrome before even though I'm a newbie even though I'm not making any money yet and so many other people are so further along than I am and that came after that hypnotherapy session and some people might say oh you know it's just because you posted content online and it's because you took action blah blah but it wasn't because for so long for seven months on my face-to-face business, I had taken all of the action. I was going at so many networking events. I was on so many discovery calls with people and I made a grand total of 7,000 or 5,000. I can't remember. Like I think it was 7,008 months. And after I did those five hypnosis sessions that I just mentioned, I manifested those three high-ticket clients within, I think it was, I don't know, five or six weeks after the last session, so after the visibility session, those three clients paid approximately $13,000 and I technically was on far less calls than I used to be before and made so much more money in such a short amount of time. And that was because as I shifted my beliefs and emotions and as I released past fears or worry that you know, people would think I would rip them off or what if my clients don't get results or not feeling worthy of receiving. As I change my beliefs and emotions and perceptions, as I change my identity from someone who was scared of not being able to help people to someone who absolutely believed that I had a lot to offer and that there were people out there who wanted that, I started to notice and open the door to things that were aligned with that. So what we always attract in our life is not that much a reflection of the action that we are taking. Otherwise, anyone who takes a lot of action would be very successful. But rather, it is a reflection of how we think and feel on the inside, what our identity is, what we expect or don't expect. So in the early stages of my business, I expected that no one would ever pay me $3,000. So that's what I manifested. But then when I released all of that bullshit, I expected that some people would want that high-level transformation. And that's why I manifested that. So it's always about the law of expectation, what you expect is what you attract, what you feel worthy of getting, what you believe you can get. And then your reality has no other choice than to match that new identity and new sets of beliefs and emotions that you have. Um, so that was all fun and games. It was fantastic. I attracted maybe, I don't know, like 14 clients that year I did have like one month where nothing worked I did a launch it wasn't that successful but I learned a lot and like a high ticket client wasn't really like popping up anymore and I was like what's going on did I just get lucky my one my luck has run uh, out but I was like no I trust that I'm always abundant and people always find me so I remember I did have a month of July where nothing much happened and during that month I was like I'm going to enjoy myself because I had been working so hard on the business I like I was easily doing eight to twelve hours a day for like six to seven days a week for months in the very initial stages of my business, which was never in alignment because I don't really like to work. Like if we are brutally honest, when I'm creating like a new course or sometimes when I'm in the middle of a launch, I love to go full in and put in the hours. But in general, like on an average yearly basis, I am very happy working 15 to 20 hours a week total, 
So between creating content, sending the emails and serving my clients, like I'm not interested in working more. And I realized, and I actually just had the realization right now as I'm talking, that I had just worked my fucking ass off for four months in a row and I needed a break. So nothing was really going on. I took that opportunity to take the month of July to build an entire terrace with my sister and my parents' garden. I absolutely loved it because I love uh, manual work. It was so fun. I decided to not think about my business that much because I like to enjoy my summer and go to the lake. And as I embodied that fun life and doing what I love doing, which is taking time off and chilling out, I then had a 10k month um, in August. That was completely unexpected, but that happened because I was in alignment. And then the last thing I will say is, so from approximately March of 2020 until August of 2020, I didn't do any hypnosis anymore. I was like, I have done more than enough. I'm not going to turn into an inner workaholic. I have released so much. So I get to enjoy the fruit of my healing. And I also don't want to fall into the trap of always thinking that something is wrong, that I have a bunch of limiting beliefs and always searching for what is blocking me. I also wanted to focus on I am healed, I deserve, I am worthy of getting clients in abundance, even if maybe I still have limiting beliefs, which is just part of being a human being. So I did not do any hypnosis anymore. I was like done. But then in August, I wanted to launch a group program, my first visibility queen bootcamp launch and I procrastinated about it so much because I was terrified that no one would buy and I guess that selling a one-on-one program made me feel a bit safer because no one could really see if it was successful or not so if I have a launch and I want to launch a group program and then only one or two people enroll and I'm talking about abundance and growing your business, well, I thought maybe the one or two people are going to see that not many people enrolled and I'm going to lose all of my credibility and it's going to be so embarrassing and all of these people thought I was successful, but I guess I'm not because I only have two people in my program, like all of these shit stories. So for me, it felt safer to just sell my one-on-one program where no one could really know with how many clients I was like working with or if you know, my pitch pitches was, were successful or not. So then I got over myself and I was like, I want to launch this program. So many people need the Visibility Queen Bootcamp. I'm depriving people who need this program just with my own shit stories and people deserve better and I deserve better. But I had this one funky belief. What if people love my content, which they did. I had a great engagement rate back then, which I don't anymore, <laughs> but that's fine. The universe doesn't care about your engagement rate. But I had this feeling people love me and they love my content but they love me as a friend not someone they would invest in in a group program where people only invest in me if they can have my full attention through one-on-one but they wouldn't want a group program and I was like where is this belief coming from because it's not serving me so that's when I did a last hypnosis session Um, that was really significant I remember it was in August of 2020 on the theme of why do people like me but don't invest in me or why do I believe that people love my content but would not take the extra step to invest and long story short I went back to all of the times when I had dated guys who said that they really liked me and I was so special and they had never met someone like me but they couldn't be in a relationship right now because of reason X, Y, Z. So despite liking me, despite seeing how unique I was or how great or whatever, you know, they said, 
it still wasn't enough for them to commit. And then I basically carried that belief onto my business, feeling that my followers love me and my content and they see the uniqueness and the value, but they don't invest. So I did a hypnosis session on that to heal that, which was a very upsetting, you know, set of emotions to have because it's when people reject you or don't want to be with you, it touches a core primal like rejection wound. And then I had a 25K launch on the Abundance Magnet program. I was praying to God to have three people signing up and I had 54 and I could have had even more, but I completely panicked. I was afraid I, I wouldn't be able to serve 54 people and that they would be mad at me. So I stopped enrollments, could have probably gotten an extra 10 at least. Uh, and everything turned out to be perfectly fine. So what I also want to emphasize with that is even though I was terrified that no one would buy and the fear never really went away. I had some few hours or periods of times during the day where it felt a bit better, but globally I did not walk into that launch expecting great results. I was still telling myself, don't limit yourself, you know, expect the unexpected, the universe has your back. But globally, I was kind of praying and begging I would have three. <laughs> Yet, I had 54, which also means that when you are willing to do what is scary, but is the right thing, and in that case, it was launching this program, even though I was terrified of doing it, and terrified that people would not enroll, and terrified that my reputation would be affected and terrified of what people would think of me if I wasn't able to enroll people in that program, etc, etc, etc. I did it anyways. And because I did it anyways, I showed the universe that I meant business, that I trusted that somehow maybe there was a possibility it could work out. And even though my vibe wasn't that high, or even though I was, you know, worried that no one would buy, I still had that outstanding result. And this is a point I always emphasize that your vibe doesn't need to be fantastic for you to manifest what you want. You can even be kind of like shitlessly scared, uh, but as long as you're taking the action and facing your fear, you are already doing the heavy lifting. You're already showing the universe that you are ready to get out of your comfort zone. You are taking aligned action. You are embodying the brave version of you who would do it even though she's scared and you will always get rewarded for that. So there. There is how I got my first high-ticket clients. I can continue this series if you're interested. Just send me a DM on then how I scaled the business. But this is how I got... I went from trading my time uh, for money in my face-to-face -face therapy business, selling sessions that were $100, then $200, then $300, to then selling a $800 one-month package, to then selling my imposter syndrome terminator program that was $3,600, to then selling my first group program that didn't involve that much of my one-on-one -on -one time. Um, so I hope that this can be super helpful. Again, of course, I took action. I didn't sit on my couch and meditate and hope that people would magically arrive, you know, on my enrollment page. I always took action. I posted the content. I recorded the videos. I created a program. I, you know, attempted to launch a few times, even though I didn't really get results. But more importantly, there was a clear difference between the time I was taking all of the exact same action and not getting results, and then later when I was doing the same action and was getting results, so it was not the action, it was the shift in energy, it was releasing all of these fears and worries and all of this stuff in my subconscious mind that 
you know, made me believe that receiving wasn't not safe, or if I received, my friends would hate me, or if I was visible, I would get killed, or if I ask for $3,000, it means I rip people off and they're not going to get results and they're going to hate me. It was when I was able to release all of these things and bring myself to a point where I was either neutral or positive and excited about what I wanted to sell and put out there and how I wanted to serve people, that's when the results came. Um, And this is exactly what we do in the Abundance Magnet program, a 16-module, extremely in-depth, life-changing program that is not only going to change your business, it's going to change your life, it's going to change your health, it's going to change your relationships with your partner, your friends, your family, your colleagues. It is going to have positive spillover effects on your children or on the people around you like it has already happened so many times. And basically how the Abundance Magnet program works is what I just told you. So I observed my own journey, but most importantly, the journey of all of my clients, because this is not about me, it's about you. And how we brought them from point A to point B, which point A was often not getting the clients they wanted to point B, making the money and getting the high ticket clients they wanted or selling out their group program. And I observed the process that we used in order to get them from point A to point B. And what are some of the things they did that really worked and other things that they did that didn't work. So amongst the things I did that didn't work was investing in Facebook ads or sending DMs to people directly hoping that they would join my group. That that's a bunch of stuff I won't talk about today. Actions that didn't work. So I focused on everything that worked and the process is basically always the same. First of all, come up with what you want. I want a client who pays me $3,000 for my fantastic program that is going to change their life. Okay, good. Step two, identify all of the limiting beliefs, stories, fears, worry, and not so great emotions that are coming up and arising as I set that goal. So that could be, what if there's no one in my audience who could afford that? What if my community is going to judge me? What if my sister-in-law asks me for money once I make more? And if I say no, she's going to bash me in front of the entire family at Thanksgiving. Or what if I get more successful and I get bullied online, just like I got bullied in school when I was successful. So we identify all of these stories that are coming up. And sometimes you don't know what story is coming up. You don't know what is blocking you. And that's my job. And in the Abundance Magnet, the resources will help you identify exactly what is blocking you. So we identify what is, you know, interfering with the vision. Step three, we release all of those things through hypnosis, NLP, EFT, journaling, exercises, all of the things you can possibly imagine and that will work for you regardless of how you specifically work. So I have clients who don't like EFT, so they don't do it. I have clients who love EFT but don't like hypnosis. I have other clients for whom small action steps and journaling really helps them more than anything else. So all of the resources that could help you are in the program. So we release all of that bullshit. Step four, we let go of the how. So we start stop obsessing about how it's going to happen because the how is the universe's job. And the more we need to control the how, the more it's a reflection of unhealed fears where we desperately try to get something or control something in the past 
and we didn't get it. So now we have this illusion, this wrong idea that it's up to us to control everything. And when we control, we resist and what we resist persists. So if we're like, I need to get clients, how can I get clients? I'm not getting clients. The more we think that, the less we get them. So step four is letting go of the how. So when you let go, you let in. Step five, take aligned actions. When the abundance magnet, you get an aligned action plan and you get to ask what action steps you should take during the coaching calls and the unlimited uh, group chat access of what would be the best move for you to get you know, the clients you want to get. And then we act upon it in an aligned way, meaning that we don't do the type of action that feels like shit. I would never tell someone to send cold DMs if they hate that. I would never tell someone to start Facebook ads if it doesn't feel good. I would never tell anyone to start a TikTok account if they have no interest in being on TikTok. So we come up with an action plan that makes sense to you because if it doesn't make sense to you, we will not believe in it and it won't work. And that feels good to you, that respects your values, that respects the time that you're willing to give to your business and the time you're not willing to give to your business, that respects the fact that maybe, you know, three days a week, you're not available for your business because you want to spend time with family or your children. Like whatever it is, we find a plan that fits your life um, and we make the business work around your life, not your life around your business. And then step six, or is it step seven, I can't remember, is embody that version of you who already has it. And the highest form of embodiment is a combination between feeling like we will feel once we have it and taking action that our version who already has it would take, even if it's scary. And there are modules, resources, and weekly exercises within the abundance magnet that are meant to make you feel abundant at an energetic, at thought and action level so you can manifest that. You have weekly exercises to feel neutral around money because neutrality is lack of resistance. And when we don't resist, we can let it in. And even if you haven't accessed like module 12, which will come in week 12, the weekly exercises mean that you can embody the version of you and feel like that version of you since week one of the program. So you don't have to wait for any type of module before you can experience success results and high ticket clients flowing into your business because the program is built in a way that we start the embodiment and taking aligned action since day one, regardless of what the module is for that week. So this is it for the Abundance Magnet program. I hope that um, this resonated. I actually might, I just thought about this now, walk you through um, some of the modules that are included. So if you're not interested in the program, you can stop listening. If you are and you want to know more about the modules that are included in the program, uh, you can keep listening to that now. So here is your walkthrough through the 16 modules of the Abundance Magnet program and why I um, decided to structure it in that way. So there are six phases of the program and a bunch of modules within each phase. So phase one is the foundations to becoming an Abundance Magnet and it's the intention setting ceremony. So 
We set a very specific intention because sometimes just setting an intention and forgetting about it is how you get what you want. Just when you go to the restaurant, you take the menu, choose, you know, I don't know, the pizza you want, have an intention of already eating your pizza, you forget about it and you receive it. So there's the intention setting ceremony and you will also get an exercise right off the bat that is so powerful to calm your nervous system down when it comes to fear about the future or fears around money. Um, so you can actually start feeling completely safe since literally day one of the Abundance Magnet program. And it's um, an exercise that works remarkably well with even the most desperate clients I've, I've had. And it's the exercise I used when I was in my dark night of the soul, when my business had a stagnation period of eight months, when, you know, I lost two family members, my cat, and I was just lying in bed, watching TikTok videos five hours a day, wondering if I would ever have a client ever again. Like it was that bad. And that's the exercise that got me trusting and got me in motion again. Then we have phase two, which is mastering your subconscious mind. So the introductory model is about what to expect and how to shift your self-image and identity because changing your life doesn't come it's not we change our circumstances and then we can attract what we want because again you can take all of the action you want it's not going to change anything if you don't change your belief system so it's like let's say I have this food intolerance I become uh, I don't know intolerant to whatever to fructose and it's making me bloated and low energy. So now I'm compulsively trying to control my environment to never eat any fructose. And when I go to the grocery store and I want to buy a cake, I have to compulsively read the ingredients to make sure that I don't have a single trace of fructose. And then I still end up bloated and low energy. And it's because when we try to control the external stuff, we can never change from within. It's when you change from within and how your body uh, is reacting to you know whatever our circumstances are that our circumstances are going to change so module one is about how to chafe, change your self-image and self-identity or identity rather so your external circumstances can change too and match the new you then module two is the link between thoughts feelings energy and limiting beliefs and how and why, excuse me, it is so hard to change, even when we have the best intentions to change, because we've all decided to stop worrying about money, and we managed to do that for three days in a row, and then we freaked the fuck out when a client didn't, you know, pay their installment or something. So module two is about understanding how our body can get chemically addicted to scarcity emotions or worry patterns of the past and how to break that chemical and physical addiction to these past emotions so we can actually feel the way that we want to feel. And module three about mastering your subconscious mind is letting go of the belief that success, money, and clients has to be hard. So of course, I strategically place that module extremely early on in the program because I don't want you to go through an entire program, 15, well, 20 weeks, feeling that your abundance money and clients will come at a high cost or many hours. So we're going to get that bullshit out of the way on module three immediately. It doesn't have to be hard because otherwise everyone who works hard would be successful, which is not the case. It's about being in divine receiving mode. So that is phase two. 
Then phase three is letting go and healed from past bullshit and unleashing your full client attraction potential. And this phase has three modules. Module four is the rule of the mind. So we need to understand how our mind works and common misconceptions around the the mind and manifestations. So you can start manifesting really, really fast. We will also be unleashing your full divine receiving potential in module five. So one of the reasons, and I've said this a million times, why we don't get what we want is because we don't feel worthy of receive. Uh, of receiving, where we feel that only when I'm making millions will high ticket clients trust me, or only if I suffer enough and work enough will I deserve to have clients in my business, or only if I worry enough will I legitimately be allowed to have more success, which is just going to burn you out. So in this module, we unleash your full divine, unconditional receiving potential so you can start receiving wonderful things to you just because you are and not because of what you do and then module six is healing from abandonment to unlock a whole new level of abundance because I have noticed and you can listen to the episode on that if this sounds like a foreign concept that unhealed abandonment is the number one reason we can't manifest what we want because unhealed abandonment is going to manifest as us doubting that people value us always attracting people who don't support us or who don't commit to us Uh, it's not feeling safe around you know money or around people or around the future it's doubting yourself it's feeling unworthy of having things while other people have them so when we feel that only other people can be successful but we can't all of that is unhealed abandonment so if you can heal abandonment you are going to just massively step up your manifestation game Then we enter into phase four, magnetic confidence and visibility that catches people's attention. Your biggest asset you can ever have in your business is confidence because confidence is what is going to bring you through all of the seasons of the business. It's going to carry you through the good, the bad, and the ugly in the business. It's going to carry you and allow you to stay zen and calm when you have a lower income month, which is undoubtedly going to happen as a normal part of having a business. So when we start doubting ourselves and our competences and our validity as a coach or service provider, that's when the business starts to go downhill. But if we can maintain confidence that everything is always going to be okay and that clients always want to work with us because we are amazing and we can help them, it's a complete game changer. So that would be one of the modules. The other module about magnetic confidence and visibility is reclaiming your energy that is stuck in the past so you can create a different future. So uh, to magnetize (laughs) clients, we need to have a magnetic energy, which kind of is self-explanatory, right? But in order to have a magnetic energy, we need to pour from a full cup. We cannot, it's like you have to put your oxygen mask first kind of thing. We can't be radiant, magnetic, and have a good vibe around us if all of our energy is being siphoned and hijacked and leached from 
stuff from the past, people from the past or unhealed trauma that keeps pumping our energy, like freaking out when you get a text from your mother-in-law because you're afraid that she's going to be nasty, or all of these events from the past that make you so angry when you think about them, which is leeching your energy to the past, or, you know, events that need to be processed and healed so they don't keep living in your mind when free. When free. Um, and of course, there's also an entire module on overcoming imposter syndrome. Uh, so you can feel like the expert you already are. And I promise you that you can always help a client that is two steps behind you, two steps behind you, regardless of where you are in your business journey. Then there is phase five, which has one, two, three, four, five modules. Module number one, making visibility a second nature. So we need to be comfortable around visibility and feel safe around people finding us and feel that what we are sharing and the content that we are putting out there is relevant and that people want to listen to us because so many people are terrified of visibility because they feel that no one would listen to them because you were probably not listened to as a kid or in your relationships. We also have module 11 on shadow work and acceptance. So shadow work and acceptance is massively important to manifest what we want because only when we can accept what we don't want can we manifest more of what we do want. So if I, you know, cannot accept the potential scenario that a launch is going to flop and I was like I, it can't flop if a launch flops it's going to be so embarrassing and everyone's going to know that I'm not getting any clients and I'm going to feel rejected and if my launch flops it means that I could not get out of my own way and I can't manifest and my energy was shit and it means that I can never get out of my own way and maybe I will never be able to manifest what I want. So now all of this launch has this huge meaning that is debilitating and creating panic and we're creating so much resistance uh, against what we don't want, which is a flop launch, that that's exactly what we are going to manifest. So accepting what we don't want and being okay with an undesirable outcome is how you actually get what you want. So once we can accept some of the things that we didn't want to accept, that's when you know that thing kind of disappears and vanishes out of your consciousness or out of your reality. Module 12, the manifestation and abundance formula. I could probably sell module 12 as a separate course that I would sell at least $500 because it is so thorough and complete. Of course, you will get a preview of the complete manifestation and abundance formula very early in the program. You don't have to wait until module 12, but this is a life-changing module. I have some people tell me that they have never come across such a crystal clear manifestation process that works and there are of course a bunch of resources in there like recordings meditations etc to really make you um, tune into that and by the way all of the modules I have mentioned until now are combinations between trainings workbooks exercises recordings you know hypnosis etc etc Module 13 is overcoming perfectionism, procrastination, and success blocks, because if we want to attract clients effortlessly, we need to get into motion, take action, put some stuff out there, talk about our offers, and of course, if we want to attract next level of clients and money, we cannot have success blocks, because success blocks blocks 
our success. So we are going to be releasing that. And module 14, the art of high ticket clients, because there is a formula to attract those high ticket clients. And last but not least, phase six, which is unlocking the next level of client and abundance attraction powers. So module 15 is happy money and module 16 is unlocking your next level abundance magnet. So once you've gotten all of your fantastic results, throughout the first 14 modules, we are going to make sure that you can sustain it because we don't want you to get this and then lose it all. So phase six is really about consolidating all of these fantastic things you're manifesting in your life. So they're here to stay on the very long term. So it's just not temporary. And so you really completely change your identity and your standards in terms of how much money you are attracting so you don't fall below those standards anymore. So module 15 and 16 are about completely consolidating those things. And then we have some sweet bonuses that are not necessarily related to the Abundance Magnet program, but that everyone always wants. Bonus number one is writing copy that converts, converts. so how to write, you know, content, emails, whatever, um, blogs um, that converts people from follower to client. Bonus two is your roadmap to your first five to 10K months. Bonus three is sales calls training. So it's my seven-step formula to guarantee that you can close all of your sales calls or discovery calls. And bonus number four is a full launching masterclass that um, takes you through this three-step or three-phase process of how to have a fantastic launch and people enrolling in your program. So this is it. We've talked enough for today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. The doors to the Abundance Magnet program are open until Sunday, this Sunday, August 6th. If you have any questions, whether this program is the right one for you, just send me a DM. Uh, If you're listening to this episode way later and technically the doors have closed, I might turn this program in an evergreen program. So send me a DM anyways to inquire and we'll see what we can do. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in and let's turn you into an abundance magnet just like so many women have already. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you. The Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inaspadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.